Welcome to the Pageantry Podcast. And our very special guest today is none other than your new Miss USA 2019, Miss Chesley Chris. Chesley, good morning. Morning. How you doing? I am so excited. I'm I'm beyond words on interviewing you this morning. Normally I get a little bit more time. I know that, you know, you're very new, not even a week into your reign as Miss USA, so I'm excited to see what you've done so far, what your plans are, and take it from there. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Now that you're in New York, let's talk about the media tour. Where have you been, and who have you met with so far? Where have I not been? My gosh. I've been, so on Monday, we did Good Morning America. We also did Live with Kelly and Ryan, went on Inside Edition. Uh, We did a ton of Skype and phone interviews as well. Uh, We talked with TMZ, Refinery29. We talked with a few magazines. And then throughout the rest of the week, we went on SiriusXM. We talked with some people from Univision. We talked with a few pageant blogs. Um, We've been everywhere. Fox as well. Uh, I mean, it's been been a ton of fun. It's been a whirlwind. Um, But I've loved it. I've loved every moment of it. Um, In fact, one of my favorite sessions was with the Grio. Um, they actually remembered that I'm a big fan of insomnia cookies, and so they surprised me with a box of cookies while I was doing the interview. I saw that online yesterday. I may ask you about that later. <laughs> what have you learned about yourself from this quick introduction to the national media? Um, I've learned that um, the recent, my recent win, uh, along with Mia Franklin's win and Kaylee Garrison's win, has inspired a lot of women and that all three of us are national title holders and all three of us are women of color. Um, So that has been impactful and profound for me because it's something I didn't think about even when I won. I didn't realize it until a few people started posting on Instagram and on social media about it, um, and that was really profound for me. And that is a unique situation the first time in history. When you were talking to Miss America Nia Franklin, how did you all discuss this new opportunity. Uh, how did me and Nia discuss it? Yes. Oh, yeah. So we're friends. And, you know, she, she's been texting me during the competition. I was there in Reno, Tahoe for about two weeks. And so we were close and, and you know, she was just encouraging me. And after I went, she congratulated me and started realizing, you know, the, the significance of, of our wins. And we were just happy for each other. Mm-hmm. And you actually discovered the wonderful world of pageantry through your mother, correct? Yes, that's correct. She was Mrs. North Carolina 2002. And so, you know, she won a pageant for married women when I was younger. And I remember being 10 years old and just watching her and admiring her and and thinking, like, I want to be that someday. And, of course, you're hitting the big stage at Miss USA. Did she give you any advice? Oh, of course. What's interesting is that the morning of the competition, my mom and I were just running through some mock onstage questions. Um, practices, and she was the one who reminded me to just take a breath, to just take a second before I answered my questions, gather my thoughts, and then answer. And I think that helped a great deal for me to be able to focus my thoughts before I answered rather than just, you know, shooting off the cuff and just um, and, and just answering without having an end in mind. I think that was a great help. And I will repeat what I said in our initial press conference. When I heard you speak, again, I have to commend you for your poise and eloquence. As soon as I heard you speak, 
I knew what was going to happen right then and there. So congratulations again. Oh, thank you so much. It's very kind of you. In representing North Carolina, you actually competed several times, correct? Yes, yes. I competed twice in the Miss America system at Miss North Carolina, and then I competed three times in the Miss Universe organization uh, for the title of Miss North Carolina USA and won on my third attempt. And you're the third woman from North Carolina to capture the crown. Yes, yes. What's interesting is that Kristen Dalton was Miss North Carolina USA 2009 and then became Miss USA 2009 10 years before I won. So that's really cool to win on the 10-year anniversary. And then Chelsea Cooley was Miss USA 2005. Um, she's actually from Charlotte. And what's interesting is I, uh, you know, I volunteer a lot, and I was doing a community service event in Charlotte at Independence High School and happened to see that Independence still has Chelsea Cooley's face, like a picture of her face hanging in their cafeteria. So, you know, the Charlotte area, North Carolina, is really proud of, of all of our national title holders. And you're next. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> what has pageantry taught you? It's taught me a lot. You know, one of the cool things about pageantry is that it requires personal development in order to be successful. So I had to do a ton of mock interviews. I had to have people review my bio and resume. I had to go through a period of self-discovery and figure out, what I wanted out of the experience and what I was going to give to others. So all of that personal development and uh, practice really helps any woman who competes in pageantry and certainly helps me. And, of course, going back to that faithful night, you're standing on stage. Two of you are center stage. What's going through your mind? <laughs> uh, honestly, you know, I was holding hands with, with my first runner-up, Alejandra, and she and I were, you know, standing there quietly, and I just said a prayer. I just said a prayer that um, God would watch over us and that he would um, lead the steps of whoever became Miss USA. So I was glad to do that and glad to just stand there peacefully holding hands with my first runner-up. And, of course, we're all excited, of course, with your career path. Tell us about practicing law and why you chose this career path. Yeah, practicing law is really exciting. I think it requires a lot from the attorneys who who decide to practice. And, you know, I've wanted to be an attorney for a really long time. I remember when I was little, I was always, I had five siblings, and I was always the kid who was representing my other siblings. I was always the friend who would speak for my other friends. Uh, and so it just became a natural progression for me to go from people uh, trusting me to represent them in really trivial disputes to people representing me in incredible and important and groundbreaking cases. Can you explain the impetus behind white color glam? Yeah, so when I was in law school, I competed in a trial team competition. And we won our regional competition, went to nationals. And while we were at nationals, it was a four-day competition, I brought some suits with me, and I ruined all of my suits while I was there. I sweat through one of them because there was no air conditioning in the courtrooms that we were in. Oh, another one of them ripped, the skirt ripped all the way up the back, and the, and the third one that I brought was just too big for me by the time that we arrived uh, to the national championship. And so I remember feeling uncomfortable and insecure and desperate because I didn't have clothes to wear for a very important event. And so when I graduated from law school, I decided to start a blog so I could answer that question for other people. Miss Universe notwithstanding, what do you look forward to most as Miss USA? 
I would say advocating for dress for success. I've talked, you know, some about starting my blog out of a moment of desperation. And, you know, my blog shows women how to find clothing to wear, how to get clothing at different price points and where to shop. But there's an issue in that there are some women who cannot afford to find to buy clothing regardless of if they know where to find it and regardless if they know how to style it. And so Dress for Success answers that question and that uh, one of its programs is its suiting program where it provides clothing for free to women who can't afford it who are going on job interviews. So I'm looking forward to advocating for Dress for Success. Excellent. And if I remember correctly, you're also looking forward to New York Fashion Week. Yes, yes, I cannot wait for New York Fashion Week. I, you know, I've, I've sort of studied uh, the Miss Universe organization and past title holders, and it's always an exciting time when Miss USA and Miss Universe get to go to Fashion Week and hang out with the designers and go to shows. So, yeah, I'm thrilled for that and cannot wait. And going back to the crowning moment, when you realized you are now Miss USA 2019, there was an explosion of emotion on stage. How do you feel now? <laughs> I'm still just as excited as I was then. I'm still in disbelief. I mean, I wake up every day and I get to go to media interviews, and I think uh, that's the only thing that has made it seem more real. But for several days, I would just wake up and think that it really was all a dream. So now it's still it's kind of setting in, and I'm just happy and excited. Have you had a chance to spend any time with your sister queens, Miss Universe, Catriona Gray, or Miss Teen USA, Kaylee Garris? Yes, yes. In fact, the day that I moved into my apartment, me and Kat got pizza together and we hung out in the living room for a little bit and watched some, some TV. So that was a fun moment. Uh, and we also got to go to dinner with Pia uh, shortly after that. And then me and Kaylee got to hang out briefly when we went on CBS This Morning with Gail King uh, and with Miss America, Nia Franklin. So it's been fun. It's been fun to be able to hang out with them, even just for a little bit. Since you've competed in different systems, one requiring a talent, arts are very important to you, correct? Yeah, definitely. You know, my um, mom instilled uh, the importance of the arts in me and my siblings. So she played piano and also sings. And I remember being a little kid, and on the weekends, I would wake up every morning to my mom playing piano downstairs. It was sort of dreamlike. And so I played piano as well. I played violin. Um, my brothers, they play guitar, they're in bands together, they have tons of videos on YouTube singing, so yes, the arts are very important. Is there any question the media hasn't asked you that you would like to address? Not particularly. I think, you know, the, a lot of the interviews that I've done have gone quite in-depth. I've gotten to talk a lot about, you know, Dress for Success, my blog, and other things that are really important to me. I think, you know, some of the things we haven't talked about are um, really how I... Um, got involved in fashion and why I enjoy talking about it. And, you know, some of that started from, you know, when I was really young, when I had an interest in making clothes. Actually, when I was in law school, I used to make fur vests and sell them to people. Uh, when I was in undergrad, I actually made a short clothing line of evening gowns for women with different body types. And I think all of that provided some support for me when I decided to make a blog. And as I've been dreaming of, of making my own clothing line of workwear fashion for women. So I think, you know, those are just some of the things I haven't really talked very much about. But I've loved talking about, you know, dresser success and the other things uh, that I've talked about this week. So, you know, like I said, you know, making clothes has always been an interest of mine. Uh, when I was younger, when I was growing up, my family and I we came from very humble beginnings. And, you know, for us, if we were going to go back to school shopping, that didn't happen at Target. That happened at 
uh, Goodwill or the Salvation Army. And so if I wanted cute and unique clothing, I had to do it myself. And so I remember when I was in undergrad, my grandmother gifted me a finger sewing machine. And I used it to alter some of my clothes, to make some of my clothes unique. And I started using it to um, make clothing from scratch. And so for my senior thesis at the Honors College at South Carolina, I received a grant of $1,500 from the Honors College and used it to buy fabric for um, a clothing line of five evening gowns. And we did some photos, and it was really, really fun. So I did that, also competed in a design competition for Goodwill in the triad area. It's called Rock the Runway, where we actually got a $250 gift card from Goodwill so that we could buy clothing and make it into a clothing line. And so I did that and also made a, a ball gown out of newspaper and, and glitter, which was really, really fun. So, you know, throughout my life, it's been really fun to experiment with making clothing and designing it. What would you like our readers and listeners to know about you? I want them to know that I've gotten here because I've overcome challenges and refused to be deterred by failure. And I hope that other people will see that and use it as motivation to continue, you know, pushing harder and, um, and, and trying to reach the dreams and goals that they have for themselves. You've mentioned your blog a few times. How can people find you? Where is your blog? Yeah, it's called White Collar Glam, so if they'll just type in whitecollarglam.com in their web browser, they'll be able to find me, or they can look at my Instagram or my Pinterest. Usernames are both White Collar Glam. Okay. Obviously, you have your own passions that you support, and you're getting ready to now support the goals of Miss USA. Are you looking forward to that, and have you already started it? Yeah, I'm thrilled. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what I'll be doing is is promoting some of the goals of the Miss Universe organization. Um, so throughout Media Week, we've really focused on just talking to media, um, celebrating my win, and helping me get acclimated to the to the the organization. So later in the week and next week, I'll be doing orientation. I'll be able to learn more about um, specifics and what happens next. But until then, I'm just excited to be Miss USA. Any final thoughts? No, no, just thank you so much for interviewing me. This was great to be able to talk to you. And how can everyone follow you throughout the year as Miss USA 2019? Yeah, yeah, so they can reach me on Facebook. Um, they can look me up at Miss USA. They can also find me on Instagram at Miss USA or at Chesley Chris. And they can also find me on Twitter at Miss USA and at Chesley Chris. And with all that you do, you have a lot of social media to keep up on. Yeah, but that part is exciting, right? It's the it's time where I get to actually reach people and talk to people directly. So for me, that's fun. You know, it's not like a job. It's like, oh, my gosh, I get to talk to people who have supported me and who have been encouraging. So that's the fun part of it. And, yes, we are following you. We have shared a few. And I'm looking forward to follow you throughout your whole year, either as Miss USA or as Miss Universe. Yes, speak that into existence. <laughs> and today's special guest has been your new Miss USA 2019, Chesley Chris. Chesley, thank you so much for your time this morning. I look forward to seeing you on the cover of the next edition of Pageantry Magazine and hearing your podcast online on iTunes or at the pageantrymagazine.com website. Thank you again so much this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.